Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, everybody. Houston is known for its philanthropists, but usually they're the kind of big money families that buildings are named after. Today, we're talking with a really different one. 18-wheeler driver Farrell Surrett, the founder and El Jefe of Recycled Cycles, which gives bicycles away to anyone who needs one. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Farrell, thank you for talking with us today. Oh, well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Oh, I can't wait. So set me up here. What does Recycled Cycles of Texas do? What we do is we take used and unwanted bicycles, Mm -hmm. we refurbish them, and then we recycle them back into the underserved areas of the city. So you take messed up bikes, you fix them up, and you give them to people? That's it. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. We, we, no matter, no matter the condition, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no matter what they look like, uh, I have, have roughly yeah. 45 years of working on bicycles. So I have quite a bit of uh, knowledge and I took that knowledge and figured out a way that I could basically, uh, rob Peter to pay Paul. So you, you run over your bicycle mm-hmm. and the, the wheels and are bent and their frames bent. Well, rather than just throwing that bicycle away, you donate it to me. I take the tubes and tires and handlebars and grips and what have you off, uh, put it in a uh, milk crates. And then when another bicycle comes in that the wheels are good, but the frames bent, then I just use the parts from one to make, Another one that works. I love that. And and you just give them away? How many bikes have you just given away? So basically, it's me uh-huh. and my wife, and then I have two daughters. I have a 28-year-old daughter and a, an 11-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. So it took the four of us four years to give away 100 bicycles. Uh-huh. Okay, so at the end of 2022, I think the number was, 1,120 bicycles in total that we have given away in the 10 years or nine years. Wow. And what happens? Do people just show up when you announce a giveaway and you hand them a bicycle? So this past weekend yeah. is the first uh, event that we've ever done. This is something that we've... Oh, an official. You don't usually do official events. No, we re- normally we don't. This is our first official Yeah pop-up event in 2023 we uh we we deemed it uh or we called it the Uh have one leave one need one take one pop-up event at the urban flower uh so basically if you have a bicycle you can come and drop it off or if you need a bicycle you can come and pick it up it's it's they're free i don't i don't charge anybody for anything you're not asking me to give you my income tax forms you're not checking my citizenship there's no age limit no Nope. Nope. Usually people are pretty good. You know, you 
Yeah. You know, sometimes you can find people that try to take advantage of the system and yeah. that's just the nature of the beast, something that we've had to learn to deal with. But for the most part, you know, we, you know, uh, we're going to take 40 bicycles or 37 bicycles out to the urban flower and we're going to set them up. And when just word of mouth and social media, people are going to come in, mm-hmm. you know, if they need, you know, a bicycle for their six year old kid that's in training wheels. I got one. Yeah. If they need a big tire bicycle to go back and forth uh, to the store from the bus station, <laughs> I got you. That's how we do it. So wait a minute. If you don't usually do pop up events, how do you usually give away bikes? Well, okay, that's a that's another that's another great question. Uh-huh. When I started, uh-huh. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what to do, and so I would go to Discovery Green Park downtown, and I would I take you know two or three bicycles or four bicycles and. And me and my, my youngest daughter would go there and she would be playing in the park and I would kind of just, you know, sit back and kind of felt like a creeper, you know, cause I would just kind of like watch <laughs> the kids play, but you could, you could see the families that were like in need, you know? And then once I, once I saw it, I'd go up there and I, I introduced myself to mom and dad and say, Hey, yeah. you know, would you like a bicycle? And this is not part of an event. You're just a guy coming up crossing the grass <laughs> with a bicycle. <laughs> you know, I, I was kind of using, you know, my daughter, like, you know, um, uh-huh. as an icebreaker. So you don't look like a complete creep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, they always thought there was some kind of catch. And I would have to explain to them that there's no catch. The The only real, like, official catch sometimes is this to ask. Yeah. If, uh, you know, would you mind taking a photograph? with you and the bicycle. And usually they're, you know, they're yeah. like more than happy to, you know, are their kid take a picture with the bicycle. And, um, and then they would, I just give them away. And so that kind of, that kind of was so taxing to do it that way. Harder to give them away than to fix them up. Yes. You know, if we had fours and fives, you know, I might go to a, uh, yeah. day labor site, you know, like, um, some of these companies, they hire day laborers. They they get off the bus. They they go to work. And they get off of work. They you know get back on the bus. So I would go to the day labor sites and give the 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 workers here. Here's your bicycle to go from A to B. Get you from the day labor site to the bus uh-huh. or to the train. Yeah. And then I started going to Section Eight housing. Uh huh. You know the, the, some of the underserved areas of the city. You know, and if I had you know ten or fifteen bikes, I would just roll in there on a you know Saturday morning. And, the families would come out and we'd give them away. Craig went out with me one time. My friend Craig Lavati, yeah, journalist around town. Yes, uh, we went out one time. We did, I think it was 40 bikes. We went to the yeah. homeless encampment under 59 over by Minute Maid Park. Uh-huh. And he had never been with me before and he was kind of writing a story and I was like, you know, step to the side and just watch it. And we gave away the 40 bikes in like three minutes. Whoa. Yeah. Just people just come out of the ward work. I want a bike. I want a bike. I want a bike. Here, here you go. Take it. Yeah. So then people started contacting me. So I have like a, a foster closet for families that, you know, take in foster children. Uh-huh. They, they can go to this foster closet and get clothings and games and diapers and formula and they needed it they, they found out that they needed had a need for a bicycle so i would give them you know keep them stocked up 10 or 15 bicycles of various sizes for 
the foster children when they get you know placed. Uh-huh. Interfaith Ministries out in the woodlands kind of does something with some uh, understood people in the, in the area. So I gave the bicycles to them. Yeah. Some of the uh, people in the Montrose reached out to me for the the homeless teens that are out on the streets needed. Yeah. You know, transportation. They would give they would give the teens. Um, a voucher for a bus ride, but a bus ride is only good for so far. So, you know, I give them a bike and they can go the, you know, the final mile. What got you into bicycles to begin with? When I was eight years old, uh-huh. there was a, a show called Any Given Sunday. It's a Dan Brown show. It's a very popular show. Yeah. The guy that did Endless Summer. So I'm sure people have seen this, but anyway, there was a, a little deal, a little blurb in the show about MX bicycles, MX bicycles. And they took the old Schwinn uh-huh. bicycle with the banana seed and the handle, you know, and, and the ape hangers. And um, yeah. they turned them in and made them look like motocross bikes. And they were racing them, you know, in the dirt. So at, at I had a Schwinn and I talked to my dad and, and, and told my, explained to my dad what I wanted to do. So we, we went to the, the neighborhood Handy Dan, which was a precursor to a, a Lowe's or a Home Depot. And he bought me the, you know a pair, a pair of handlebars and a smaller seat and some paint. And he said, here you go. So he gives me a, gives me a wrench and some and screwdrivers. And I, I disassembled the, the bicycle at eight years old. I disassembled it, painted it, put it back together. And the, and the following morning, I wanted to ride my bicycle to school. Yeah. It was a couple of miles away. And, you know, so I get up and put a wrench in my pocket and I'm oh. riding my bicycle to school and it breaks down. So I have, I have to fix, you know, turn the bicycle over and fix it. And I ride a little bit and it breaks down and it breaks down. But, uh, <laughs> it, You're it, eight it, years old. <laughs> I'm eight years old. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but I, I figured it out and I, and I got to school right. and then that, that led me on a course that. I, I just had bicycles in my life all the time. Bus, I didn't come from a, yeah. the, the best of homes, you know, per se. And so the, the bicycle was my magic carpet. I could get on a bicycle and I could escape my reality at home yeah. until the streetlights came on. And then I had to be back, right? Yeah. You know, so I raced BMX bikes as a child. Uh, I raced mountain bikes as a, in, in college. Uh, I've, I've always had a bicycle, at least one bicycle Yeah. in my proximity since I was a child. So my dad passed away when I was 30 years old, but he was accidental death. But right before he passed away, we were sitting somewhere at a bar and we were talking and a, a cousin or something like that was, you know, they had got into motorcycles and another cousin had gotten into riding horses. And, and my dad looked at me and he's like, He's like, you know, son, says, uh, what is it about the bicycles? You know, you've been with, you're doing this bicycles. You're 30 years old. You've been doing this bicycles this, this whole time. And I, and I kind of explained to him about the, what happened when I was eight years old. Yeah. You know, I kind of lit the spark in, in, in my head about working on these bicycles when I was eight years old. And I said, you're not going to remember it. But I, I rode my bicycle to school that morning. <laughs> and he said, no, son. He goes, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was kind of perplexed. I said, really? He says, yeah. He goes, um, uh-huh. like Paul Harvey used to say, you know, 
And now you know the rest of the story. So my dad got up that morning, got in his truck, and he followed me to school. And I didn't know it. (laughs) And every time my bicycle broke down, he would wait a little bit. And he said he opened the door and he was fixing to get out to help me. And I figured it out. And he'd get back in the truck and I'd ride a ways a little bit further and it'd break down. And, you know, and he'd wait for me and he'd open up the door and he'd figure it out. And he says, by the time you made it all the way to school on time, when you're three or four breakdowns, he goes, I knew you were going to be able to figure things out. Uh-huh. I was like, it's like, oh, wow, man, that, that's kind of wow. cool. I didn't know yeah. my dad did all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And so now you're, you're kind of following along with people who need to bike. Fixing up the bike and helping them out. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, some of these areas that I go to are they're they're pretty impoverished. Uh, mm-hmm. I give a bicycle if I can give a kid a bicycle. You know, no matter how old they are, if I give a kid a bicycle and you know he gets ten minutes of enjoyment out of it, or he gets ten days of enjoyment out of it, or he gets ten months of enjoyment out of it, I gave him that ten minutes or ten days or ten months of enjoyment that he didn't have to maybe think about what's going on in his real world. He was able to get on his own personal magic carpet and escape reality for a little bit. Oh, I love that. That was so good. You are so good at this, Farrell. Thank you. Oh, well, (laughs) I hope it comes out okay. That was Farrell Surrett of Recycled Cycles of Texas. We'll have a link to his website and his Instagram in our show notes. Next up, A.K.L. Moomin, our producer, is here with the news. A.K., what's going on? Hi, Lisa. I have some interesting news for you today. We all know the Texas legislature is in session right now with a $32.7 billion surplus in our budget, which really doesn't happen like ever. It seems our leaders, in their wisdom, are trying to use $15 billion of that money to trim homeowners' property tax. This is a part of two much bigger budget proposals that will see increases in public education, mental health facilities, and disasters, natural and human-made. I do need to point out that these new budget proposals will ramp up Texas's anti-abortion initiatives, which are some of the strictest in the country. There's quite a bit on the line this session, and this budget could at minimum dictate our futures for the next two years. But I also have some cheerful and wholesome science news. If you are a star-loving gazer, you're in for a treat by February 1st. A green comet is going to make the closest approach to Earth in 50,000 years. On the first, you'll basically be able to see it with the naked eye. But if you have a pair of binoculars, you can go out at night right now away from the city lights and spot the comet making its approach. I'm going to keep an eye out on all these stories. And you bet you'll find me out on a field in early February looking for that comet. That is it for our show today. Follow us on social media. We are at CityCast Houston. We will be back tomorrow. Bye. Let me do the whole thing. It was imperfectly perfect. Perfectly imperfect. Something like that. It was a mess, AK, but you were being nice.